Oh, gnarly, dude. Looks like you just went overboard. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Overboard. On today's episode, we have special guest Lindsay Gins joining us. Lindsay is a neuroscience major starting graduate school in the fall, but I was introduced to Lindsay through another passion of hers, modeling. Over the past few years, Lindsay has become a well-known freelance model across Michigan. She's been featured in publications like Something Different Magazine and modeling for companies like Electric Family, Fluke the Label, and Bird and Bee Clothing. Uh, today, we get a chance to talk to Lindsay and get to know a little bit more about her. So everyone, welcome Lindsay to the podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm so happy to be here. So, Lindsay, tell us, when did your modeling journey begin? I would say a few years ago, um, I want to say either 2016 or 2017, a friend of mine actually reached out to me over Instagram, go figure. <laughs> and he just kind of asked me if I'd ever modeled before, if I was interested in it. And at that point, I had actually gotten a few similar messages like that. And I never really pursued it because I was just super nervous to, to actually start something like that. And so we talked more and actually set up a shoot and I got to like co-design it, which was super fun for my first time ever modeling or being in that scene at all. And yeah, mm -hmm. I just, I just fell in love with the whole creative and artistic side of it. Cause you don't really, a lot of people don't see what really goes into it other than the finished product and the surface level of it. Right. Like for me who knows nothing about modeling really, like, I would just think you just go and stand in front of a camera <laughs> right. and like do a cool pose, right? But I know it's a lot deeper than that, especially like from some of the shoots Jenny's done and right. helped in design. Definitely. And you're very hands-on with your most of the shoots, I feel like you like add your opinion into like the creative design and everything of it. Yeah, totally. So, which is really cool cuz not a lot of models like they just go and they expect you to be like the photographer or whoever is there to guide them to do everything. But you're like very interactive with everybody there. Yeah, I definitely love putting in, you know, a hundred percent. And if it's like a collaboration or something else, I definitely, I, I, en I enjoy, you know, contributing to that in whatever way I can, whether it's like hair and makeup, wardrobe, concept ideas, or any other thing that I can do to help that. Do you find it hard to like, find other people to collab with or do you normally have a lot of people like photographers and stuff coming to you or businesses coming to you asking for you to you know help with modeling yeah so when I first started I definitely tried to network more uh I guess I would say where I was like reaching out to more people just because I didn't really have a presence in the industry at all I was just kind of like intrigued by it wanted to see where it would go and take me so yeah I did I started out reaching out to a lot of like local photographers and some brands and stuff like that and after a while it just kind of got to a point where I was you know I was getting recognized I was doing a lot of work and a lot of it wasn't super fulfilling for me. It was just kind of like, as you said before, like just kind of going and showing up and like, it was, right. you know, it was a great experience, but now I'm kind of at a point where I do have people that reach out to me and I've gotten super selective with who I do collaborate with because I am trying to make this more of a career. And so, yeah, I definitely focus more on brand shoots and just stuff like that. But I do, I do have a passion for, 
creative modeling as well. So that's where a lot of collaborations are good. And that's why I do like to have those people that I can, you know, hit up, like if I have an idea or if they have an idea and we just want to like execute a super dope creative shoot. So, yeah. Because you are a petite model, have you ever run into any problems when in a shoe or trying to book a job um, with your height or anything like that? Yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I actually am like a solid five eight, which is like pretty average. If you, I mean, that's definitely on the lower scale for fashion and editorial modeling, but that's kind of like the that point where they do cut it off. Like if you were to, if I were to go to castings, which is something I am definitely interested in, I would be a lot more worried about my height just because they have a much, you know, they're, they're, they're more intense about, are you above five, eight basically? So I'm right at that point, but right. yeah, um, I've never had any issues with brands or anything. I think that with the whole, wave that we're seeing with this Instagram model platform that people are using, which is a great thing. Um, It's allowing more body types to be recognized and appreciated because it just allows more people to be noticed. And like, you know, if you're, if you have the talent, you have it regardless of your height or your body type. It's like, it's giving more people an opportunity, which is great. Yeah, I agree with that. You see a lot more people who might have never gotten to modeling uh, coming out of the woodworks and feeling good about their bodies, um, you know, all different types of bodies. It's not just the same extremely skinny, tall girl model anymore. You have people are just loving their bodies, looking a lot healthier. Yeah, I definitely I definitely do love seeing like the more normal and healthy looking body types that we're seeing, especially. And I I think Instagram does have a lot to do with that because anyone can, can do it, you know? And they're just kind of like making that known where like you, I think it's like people do want to see people that look like them and people that are fit and healthy looking. And there's nothing wrong with being super skinny, you know, like I, I myself, have always been kind of taller and skinnier. So I'm not hating on any body type whatsoever, but it is nice seeing more variety for sure. Yeah. So has there, when you first started, was there anything that like you were self-conscious about maybe? Cause getting in front of a camera is hard to be honest, in my opinion, I've worked on like film sets and stuff and there's definitely a kind of disconnect and a barrier, I feel like, a wall you have to get over per se. Definitely. Yeah, I, I actually love that question because when I did first start, I was basically, it because it was my first time being in front of a camera like that, I was. Mm-hmm. It, it got to a point where I was basically consumed by every little thing that I could point out when I would get photos back or even when I would just look at pictures of other models and other, you know, girls on the internet and then refer back to myself, like, okay, that's what I need to work on. This is what I need to have or whatever. And, um, yeah, I, I think that it's okay to, I would basically just kind of like nitpick every little thing. And then, you know, it got to a point where I, I'm, I'm so happy with how I look at myself now because I feel so much more comfortable just with who I am and it's, it's almost like you have to go kind of deeper than your surface level. It's not, you know, 
everyone has their their individualities and their own things that make them unique and then when you're in front of a camera it's hard to like it's hard to really see yourself and be like oh I love this I love how I look because that's just not right. you know that everyone everyone gets insecure but yeah I'm, I'm definitely a lot more comfortable now and I think that like the best thing for me to get over all of that was like just like when I finally let go of all these insecurities and felt more comfortable, like being in front of a camera, it shows in your photos. Because when I would right. get photos back before, I would look at them and be like, oh, I look so uncomfortable because I was trying mm-hmm. so hard to cover every little thing that I didn't like about myself. And now that I've just accepted myself for who I am, I, I notice like I get photos back and I just like can see like just a more genuine approach, a more genuine feel to every photo that I get back because I'm just comfortable, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that modeling helped you get to that point where you were happy with your body? Yeah. Or you were just like on that journey? No, I, I totally think that it, I mean, it's definitely something where I can't give advice to anyone and say, this is how you can be more confident, you know, because it, it mm-hmm. all, it's a solo journey, basically, like, you, you have to, it's all, it's like a battle with your own mind. And just kind, you kind of, of got to get over it after a certain point, maybe, right? It's just coming to accept yourself for all of everything about you internally, externally. And once it once you accept yourself internally, it like shows on the outside on the surface level. But yeah, modeling definitely helped me a lot just being like you know what like I don't need to cover these things like this is what makes me unique I don't need to look at what someone else looks like and be like oh I I need to look like that like what Mm -hmm. makes you unique is all the you know all these differences that you have from other people so yeah I think yeah absolutely yeah no I agree with that 100% like when I was in high school I feel like I was so critical of everything about myself but it wasn't until like I graduated and kind of got away from like, you know, the high school oh, yeah. drama and all of that, where I feel like I became more confident in not only like my body, but just like being myself. Totally. Yeah, I agree with that. So a lot of models have at least one bad experience with a photographer. Have you run in any, into any problems with photographers you've shot with that you're willing to share? I actually have been super blessed and lucky to not have those experiences, but I do think that this is an important question to ask and an important thing to talk about because for a lot of newer and younger models and even people that have been in the industry for a really long time, um, it is, you know, there are those occurrences where a photographer almost manipulates, you know, you into doing something that you're not comfortable with or convinces you to do something you're not comfortable with. And for, like I said, for like the newer and younger models, that's something that you kind of have to be careful for. Mm -hmm. And I just think that it's important to address it because there are things that you should do if you are aspiring to be a younger or to be a, a new model, like yeah. Don't be afraid to background check. Don't be afraid to ask people like go through their profile. If someone reaches out to you and you have a gut feeling, go through their profile, find someone that they've worked with before, message that person and ask them about their experience with them. Um, ask to bring a friend. Don't even honestly don't even ask. Just bring a friend, because if you do ask and they tell you, oh, no, you can't bring a friend, then they're not concerned right. about your well-being anyway. They don't care about how comfortable you are with them. 
And that should just be enough for you to like listen to your gut and say like, okay, this isn't right. So yeah, I do think it's important that people know these things because it does happen and it's traumatic if you're just starting to, you know, want to follow your passion and then you get into this terrible situation where you're like, I don't, it, it just ruins it for you almost. Yeah. And I feel like because you're posting, like, posting your pictures and stuff that you do modeling on the internet, you're being more vulnerable to the outside world too. So have you ever gotten any like, have you ever gotten any like creepy DMs from people that have seen like looking at your work on the internet? Cause I know oh, even yeah. just as a photographer, people <laughs> see the pictures that I post of my models and they think that it's me. And then they like, are like, Oh, you want to go on a date and stuff? Right. And it's like, no, yeah, my DMs are a pretty scary place sometimes. <laughs> um, but no, I, I mean, kind of going back to what you said, uh, I, I luckily have, you know, pretty good intuition, I would say, if not very good intuition. Um, and so, yeah, I, I have had people even re- reach out to me. And, and these are people like recently I had someone that reached out to me from L.A. and they had, you know, like 100,000 plus followers and just because of the way that he had approached me and messaged me, um, you know, and I get it because I do, I'm very comfortable posting partially nude or, you know, Mm -hmm. implied nude to my profile. That's just, I've always been comfortable doing that. But the way that he approached me, um, you know, it just gave me a terrible gut feeling. And at that point, it's like another thing that, you know, newer models have to be careful about is somebody's follower account does not reflect their character. Someone right, could have not at all. someone could have thousands and thousands of followers and they could even have worked with other well-known models but how they treat those models professionally might not be how they're going to treat someone who's new to the industry because they see that as a chance to almost prey on these people and, you know, mm-hmm. get content that someone might not be comfortable with. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people nowadays that are aspiring models not all of them, obviously, but some people are naive to think that everybody on the internet is good or if they reach out, to, sometimes they reach out to photographers themselves and those photographers end up being bad, right? you know, too. Yeah, like, oh, I see you have, you know, yeah. hundreds of thousands of followers, you know. Do you want to collab? Do you want to collab? And then the dudes or whoever the shoot person is, is like untrustworthy or a creep or something like that. Right. Yeah, that's basically yeah, that's kind of how that one went. But um I I remember he was he he said something just like and I don't really care talking about this because I don't associate with this person and I think mm-hmm. that these things should be talked about. But it yeah. was like something like about doing a fa- it was this was actually recently um about doing a FaceTime shoot and we actually had connected previously when I went out to LA and we were supposed to plan just like a a fun collaboration. Um, but yeah, he reached out to me and something about, um, sorry, my boyfriend's recording me right now, (laughs) but anyway, he reached out to me, um, about doing a FaceTime shoot and he was like, yeah, like, I think that I could really, really help you, um, something about how he could help me push my boundaries and do a full nude shoot on FaceTime. Nope. And I said, you know what? I'm actually okay. I said, thank you. I said, good luck. Thank you. I'm like, and it was just like, there was obviously more to it, but like, 
it was just like, come on, you're, you, I don't need help pushing any boundaries. I've already told you I don't want to do it. So don't tell me. He goes, I think it could be really good for you and I could help you push your boundaries. Basically, you want me to get naked on FaceTime with you. That was how I yeah, saw it. So. That's not. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. just weird. Like, yeah. A FaceTime shoot? How does that work? I don't understand. Well, a lot it. of people are doing it now because we're in quarantine and it's just like a way. And there are photographers, um, like, uh, I think his name is Alessi. He's the one who, like, I guess originated it, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I saw that. That was awesome. But yeah, he basically started yeah. it, and now a lot of people are doing it. And I think it's cool. I think it's really cool if you can make art with people in a time like this from all across the world. Because I think he was originally in Italy doing it with yeah. someone from the U.S. So it's cool. Like you're still being able to create with people from literally you know, almost across the world, which is great. Yeah, so it's just like the FaceTime, the models on one side and they're the guy or like the photographers on the other side and they take pictures like with their computer, like screenshots kind of. Oh, and okay. Then... So I, I was like picturing like a photographer like holding his camera <laughs> at a phone. No, I did see somebody like, doing that FaceTime. though. And I was like, I don't think that's <laughs> the concept, but um. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, than... no, it's just like, it's really cool for those that are doing it for the right purposes. But right. Yeah, but... that would be really creepy. Yeah, that's a horror that. story. Yeah. <laughs> so on the flip side, then, is there like any photo shoot that sticks out in your mind that is your favorite or maybe the most artistic photo shoot you've done? Yeah, uh, I would say my my personal favorite shoot that I've done was from January of 2018 and it was my first photo shoot that I fully designed creative directed uh did my hair makeup everything I basically just you know designed the whole shoot and it was it was like a pivotal moment for me because I felt like I could turn my passion at that time into something more and, um, you know, something more serious. And so I decided to, with the photos that I got from the shoot, which I actually also edited the photos myself. And that was my first time really editing photos too. Right. Um, and so I, I decided to send them into something different magazine and ended mm -hmm. up getting published for the first time. And that was just like even more of a sign like, oh, okay, like you, you can do this. Like people recognize, you know, people recognize your effort, your talent. And yeah, yeah. so that was exciting. But um, yeah. What was the concept of the shoot? So it was really just, it was more of kind of like, um, it was more of like a lifestyle because before that I had just been doing like portraits, like, oh, like here's a fun portrait. Mm. But it was like my first time like designing something where I was like, okay, like be vulnerable, like show yourself in like a different light. And I just kind of did like pretty much like all natural look. Like I did obviously like a little touch up of like makeup and whatever, mm -hmm. but I just like tried to make it as natural and vulnerable as possible. And it was just kind of like me hanging out, going through the motions of my everyday life, like waking up in the morning and like, kind of like, it was almost like at that time I was like kind of feeling like suffocated with like all the things that I wanted to do in my life. And like, I wanted to like portray that kind of like how we can get so, so suffocated and like lost in all these motions of everyday things that we do. So it's like, you know, hard to break out of. And yeah, it was, it was just fun. It was a really like moody feel and yeah, it was, it was cool. 
That's awesome. Have you, you've gotten to travel quite a bit recently or not recently, but over the past couple of years to do modeling, is there like a place that you would move to or a place that you like to travel to in general that yeah, like you would want to go to? <laughs> so... <laughs> I told myself I wasn't going to say so, and I've probably said it 20 times. But, um, yeah, I think that there are a couple places I would love to live in. And L.A. is not really one of them. <laughs> Although I know that's, like, where <laughs> that's you so should. Funny. That's reasonable. I, I, I understand that. Yeah, that's, that's where you should want to be if you're aspiring to do something like this. But I just... I'm such I'm such a nature person and I know there's so much nature out there but there's just so many people also and it would just be like what uh what I would want to do more than that is probably just like move somewhere close to there where I'm able to like fly in and out frequently um I definitely want to get out of Michigan so I my my top choices right now are probably like Colorado um I really really like Oregon and I also really like um, Hawaii. Hawaii would be really cool. That's like more of a dream place to live for the rest of my life. But for work-wise, I would say, yeah, like Colorado, Washington, Oregon. Yeah, I've never been to Colorado, but I've always wanted to go there. I've I've always wanted to snowboard and I've never gotten around to it. I've been saying I was going to do it for years. Yeah, I actually tried for my first time. I grew up skiing and I I went out in... uh, for New Year's Eve, and I actually learned how to snowboard. It was fun. <laughs> and those mountains in Colorado are no joke. No. Like I've been to a couple of the, like, I guess you can quote unquote mountains um, here in Michigan, like Holly, Boyne, yeah, Holly, Mount Holly, or whatever, yeah, Mount Holly, and Mount Brighton, and those are nothing compared to like what they have in Colorado. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I I grew up learning how to ski out here, like in, uh, kind of like Northwest Michigan, I guess, like Boyne and all, all those places. Yeah, Boyne Mountain. Yeah. And that was my first time at even going out there in the winter like that. So it's, yeah, it's not even comparable. <laughs> so you like cold weather then? Cause all those places are relatively cold. I don't, I actually don't really <laughs> care for the cold weather, but, um, and I've, I've been out to Colorado, like, I go out probably once or twice a month for the past mm-hmm. year and it's different because here it's in, like in the winters and the colder months, it's gloomy and dark. So it feels yeah. so much colder, but in Colorado, it'll like snow and you'll wake up and it's snowing. And then by 3 PM, the snow's all gone because the sun's been out all day. It's just it, it, the elevation or something makes the, makes it so much warmer or it warms oh. up, you know, it warms it up more than it does here. Cause the sun's always out there. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a kind of like a good location too. Yeah. I, I, I do love it out there. There's, There's a, a lot, lot of photographers out in Colorado too. Yeah. So that was kind of what pushed me to like really want to live too is because there's a lot more opportunities than I thought there would be in Colorado. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it seems like it's such, you know, an outdoorsy place where it's just like people who go there like want to be outside and whatever. But there's actually a really, really insane creative scene out there too so yeah i think there's a and there's an agency that i really wanted to work with also but that i can't really talk much more about that because i'm trying to manifest so (laughs) don't want to jinx anything (laughs) no you'll definitely get it you're like too good not to thank you 
So I guess where, if someone wanted to get into modeling or was aspiring to become a model or a freelance model, do you have any suggestions on where they would start? Uh, yeah, I think I would say, uh, just don't be scared to reach out to people and don't be scared of rejection either. Because when you're, I remember when I was starting, it's actually kind of funny. Like when I was starting, I would reach out to people and they'd be like, oh no, like I don't do collaborations, even though I would like see them kind of working with people like, hmm, that looks like a collaboration to me, yeah. Yeah, but, I didn't, but I didn't know. And then now these same people are like, messaging me to work with me and at that time it was like something that like you know could have kind of like made or make or break you know how somebody keeps on pursuing that so yeah right. I, I would i just i got a lot of no's and i didn't really let that get to me so i think that's yeah. important i would also say like the place i met you i think was the hub or the h collective yeah i so it's, but I feel like it's not as active anymore as it used to be. So that was, like, that's funny, too, because I actually I did register on that, but I did not book one shoot through there ever. Mm -mm. <laughs> no, because all the people that I've met from the age, I saw their account on the hub and then I went to their Instagram and I messaged them okay. through their Instagram because nobody actually goes on to. yeah. Yeah, but I feel like nobody actually goes on to the H anymore except for they have a job board now. So like photographers and videographers and stuff can go on there and like get jobs. Oh, cool. But I feel like as far as like collabing, it's not used for that as much anymore. Yeah, I think I I love the idea of it. I think it was great when it started. And I'm, I'm not sure how it is now. I, I'm assuming that it's still great. But I just I personally never really... I never really got what I wanted out of it, um, which was just more of like like a more genuine interaction with people. I guess that's kind of what I what I like to have. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I agree completely. You're like pretty busy, too, because you have you work a job, a regular job, you model and you're going to school. Like, how do you manage to juggle all of that? Um, so I actually graduated in May of mm -hmm. this past year, 2019, and I got my bachelor's of science in neuroscience. And then mm -hmm. after that, I decided to take a year off because mm -hmm. that was like the most intense time of my life <laughs> for yeah. five years. Um, well, neuroscience yeah. is like serious stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. And I didn't know what I wanted to do my first year. So I ended up having to do an extra year, which was like, I could have avoided it, but I was like really trying to do my best. And so I, yeah. I did it in five years. And then um, I, yeah, but at the same time I, I was coming home and I was working 24 hours on the weekends, which is a two hour drive home from where I was living. And then when I wasn't working on those weekends, I would book shoots in Detroit or wherever, Ann Arbor, anywhere that was like, you know, where the creative scene was at or wherever, wherever I got booked or booked a shoot with. And right. so, yeah, that was that was a very intense time. But it was like, honestly, the best time also <laughs> like yeah. I loved it. I was I was so busy. I felt like I was getting so much done and. Yeah, the year that I took off was great. And now I'm kind of like approaching that one year mark and I'm on track to be enrolled into a master's of science program. And I'm super excited about it. 
but I definitely did need that year off because I was still working, still modeling, still traveling. And mm-hmm. if I was also in school for this past year, it probably would have just been chaos. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it helped sure. me. It helped me really reconnect with myself over the past year. I even slowed down with shoots for a little bit and was just kind of like traveling for fun and hanging out and, you know, doing whatever because I had time to. And it was great. I, I felt like I really got back to like knowing myself all over again. And yeah, felt good. What is the neuroscience? Like what, what made you pick neuroscience? Um, so I was actually super interested in psychology, like my whole life. And I think it's because I also, I had, I had some mental health issues that I was battling, you know, when I was younger and I had loved ones who were also battling mental health issues. And I just saw how devastating it was for them, both mm-hmm. mentally and physically and on all spiritually all, on all levels. It, it's just, it can be so devastating. And so when I got to school, I was like, okay, I want to study psychology I figured that out after a year and a half, actually. And then I was like, I want to take it up a notch. I want to I want to know everything about it. I want to know how you can treat people on all levels. So I was originally a pre-med student with psychology also. And down the line, I ended up taking a neuroscience class because of the whole pre-med and psychology. And I loved it. I was like, okay, this is literally everything that I want to look at. I want, you know, like I want to know how, cause my main thing I was interested in was psychology. And Mm -hmm. so the neuroscience just made it like, okay, at pre-med, I'm not gonna, I'm I'm not in pre-med to be a surgeon or something. I want to really focus on the brain, like the human brain and human behaviors. And so after I took a bunch of neuroscience classes, I was like, all right, dropping pre-med, switching to neuroscience. And that's kind of how I'm here now. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. Like once you find what you really like in college and you like actually somewhat enjoy going to the classes and it like the time goes by so much faster. Oh yeah. And like, it's just so much easier once you get like past all your gen eds and all that stuff to like decide what you want to do. And then you're like, not as mad about going to school anymore, you know, because you're actually interested in what you're learning. Yeah. I I loved my, my neuroscience classes were like my favorite. I did a lab for two years for, um, I was an undergraduate research assistant in Alzheimer's lab and that was super cool. Um, but yeah, I I loved it. I cried a lot. I didn't sleep a lot, but it was great. (laughs) Everybody does. You're right. Yeah. I, I definitely felt like my first year of college was a waste because I I originally went for music therapy because like you, I liked psychology and I wanted to like help people and I like music. So I wanted to combine the two. Yeah. And then once I got into it, I realized like that is not what I want to do at all. And I ended up (laughs) taking like, uh, like communications courses and like business communication and end up realizing I liked that. And I feel like that's just how it happens for most people. Like they finish their first year and then are like oh i need to change uh, yeah. this you oh, know yeah. they change if, a couple if you guys want to laugh i actually originally um was registered my freshman year to start in a journalism program oh, <laughs> oh wow <laughs> like, yeah. the exact opposite and i honestly like i've always loved writing and everything but like 
that is nothing that has ever really interested me like journalism. I mean, obviously when everyone's younger, they have like this little dream where they're going to travel the world and write about cultures and nature and everything. I think everyone's kind of had that in their life, but yeah, it was never like enough for me to be like, Oh my God, I want to go to school for four years and study maybe how to write a newspaper or something like that. That was like, (laughs) I want to like help people. I want to work with people and like that was just like not really something that it's it's like the opposite almost you know but yeah yeah no I feel like so many people stress about stress out about what they want to do when they get into college and then they realize that they don't even want to do what they decided they wanted to do which is fine so. we should, we're always changing you know you yeah. should always right. you should always just like act on what's intriguing you the most and like yeah, yeah. and I feel like high school kind of does that to you like they train you to be like, oh, you need to know exactly what you like want to do for the rest of your life. And totally. you, but that's not the reality of anything. I've been telling my little sister, she's actually she's a senior and I feel so bad for her with everything going on. She hasn't had her prom. Oh, or, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, any of her any of that stuff you're excited about when you're a senior, like hanging out with your friends all the time, like they can't even hang out. No. That sucks. But yeah, I, I, I honestly was telling her, like, if you don't know what you want to do maybe take a year to figure it out because your girl's got some loans and it's not fun. It's not worth it. I would figure out what, but she's so smart and she's so like, she's so far ahead of where I was when I was her age that like, I'm not worried about her. She's like going to be fine no matter what. Oh yeah. That's how Jenny is too. That is for sure how Jenny is. I feel like it's a lot easier now though to be like, like know kind of what you want to do earlier in your life because of the internet. Like when you got when Anthony was growing up and like you're around Anthony's age too, I think. Yeah. Um, like you guys had the internet, but you didn't have the access to learning all the type of stuff. Like now they have like Udemy and Skillshare, and there's YouTube where you can find pretty much anything. Totally. Yeah. And so like you can become so much more versed in multiple things before you actually go into college. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. There's definitely way, way more access to information that I mean, and it probably was accessible to us, but just not as in your face as it is now where it's like no, everyone knows, not. everyone knows that it's there. You know, like at that time, it was like you kind of had to dig for it. But I remember spending hours searching for like video production techniques and stuff in high school and oh, like yeah. I had to teach myself everything and now I like look for what I wanted to learn back then it's the first thing you click on when you search it so uh, I'm like wow that's great Thanks, yeah I guys. feel that for sure <laughs> all right so Lindsay we're coming to the end of our podcast here so tell us what's next for you all right um Well, yeah, I think I kind of already mentioned all that, but basically I'm going to be starting a master's of science program. And then I am working on a couple things with modeling and my more creative side, but there are things that I can't really talk about because I'm Mm -hmm. superstitious. (laughs) So you guys will definitely be seeing it soon. But, um, but yeah, that's probably what I'll have to leave off on that. <laughs> we're looking forward to yeah, it. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Me too. To I'm it. excited. I'm very excited. And I'm, it's, it's all happening. So yeah, it's yeah, exciting. We're sending positive energy your way. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, Lindsay, thank you so much for chatting with us today. And to keep up on all things Lindsay, you can find her on Instagram at earthbabylindsay. 
And you can find us there too at Overboard X Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you guys. We'll get to steadier waters eventually.